All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to enjoy this food. We're going to have Monica Richards join us, who is the uh, director of this restaurant. Also the daughter of Arnaldo Richards, the, the owner of Picos here in Houston. And she's going to tell us a little bit more about uh, uh, what we have here. We are back and uh, joining us is Monica Richards de Osberg. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Si. All right, good job. Um, she is the um, marketing coordinator. Oh, I'm the uh, chief marketing officer for our company, but I'm also the beverage director for this restaurant. That's what I wanted to get to, the beverage director, which we're going to have fun with here in a minute. But before we get into the beverage, mm -hmm. tell me what we have on the on the, on the the table here. Oh, my goodness. Because well, it looks delicious. In front of Pancho. And I know this is Pancho's favorite, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Him and his wife, Adriana, um, frequent our restaurant. Thank you very much for that. And these are some of their favorites. So in front of him, we have a very traditional um, Spanish dish or inspired by um, Spain. So gambas al ajillo, basically shrimp al ajillo. It's going to be a in-house infused garlic and chili olive oil that the shrimp is simply sauteed in, um, fire, fire hot, and then it comes out and just dusted simply with parsley. That and then beautiful. we have chilorio, which is a super, super popular dish in Mexico. Chilorio is very important to like each Puebla or each house. It's very much like your mom's roast. Um, traditionally, it comes from Sinaloa. Um, the origination of the recipe, but pretty much everybody makes chilorio. So, I mean, it could be a variation of what this tastes like on anybody's table. Okay. And then the hot ticket, a very, very popular party item is our taquitos de chicharrón and salsa verde. So instead of using um, regular chicharrón, we actually use pork belly. So it gives a little bit more of a meaty texture. It's not as fatty as traditional chicharrón. And that's uh, sauteed in a nice spicy serrano and tomatillo sauce um, in a simple corn tortilla. I will tell you that the first time I came here with you and Adriana, now we've had all these dishes throughout the, the years and times we've come here with you, but the first time we came with you, you ordered this. And I think we ordered at least three more. Oh yeah, I mean, Adriana's gonna have like five or six of them. Because no question. we couldn't stop eating, and that was the appetizer. <laughs> You know, we just kept ordering it and ordering and ordering right. and ordering. All right, so let's let's taste this. Very let's taste this. Come on, grab some of that. I'll Please. grab some of this. Yeah, Monica, you got to grab two. Oh yeah, and these are my favorite. I'm glad glad we ordered these. House favorite, family favorite. Grab some of this, Pancho. I will do these and uh, give it all. All right, so we're gonna eat the same thing and then you know, and then we go from there, right? Okay. Here, let me grab some of this and put it on your plate. We'll do the taco first, but then we'll have the shrimp ready Thank in the you. back. Me. And the salsa verde, the salsa verde is, is a bit spicy, but it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's not a... Thank you very much. It's going to be like a medium Yeah, medium spicy. spice. Yeah. Want some bread here, Pancho? Like no, I'm spicy. okay. I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. We're going to do this. We're going to do the... Tell me again the official word name of this. Uh, these are taquitos de chicharrón and salsa verde. Taquitos de chicharrón and salsa verde. Listen, if you are in Houston and you come eat at Picos, which you should, you have to order this. This is phenomenal. Mm. It never fails. Never. <laughs> nope. I love the fact that I'm talking that he was already like. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's good. <laughs> so the tomatillo in this dish, 
lends a really nice tangy flavor, which kind of offsets the spice and calms it down a little bit, but you're still experiencing that heat. So very well balanced. It had, it does have a kick to it. Mm -hmm. You know, not a bad kick. But in the back. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not, it's not bad, but it's very, it's so good. I mean, you, you really have to come eat it. I, I know that it'll probably look great in pictures. You need to put that in your mouth. All right, the shrimp that Bunch already ate. Here we go. So you got you got a you gave me a bread. He didn't get a bread. What's the right way to do this? On the bread? Um, it could be either. Uh, generally in Mexico, we don't put chips and salsa on the table. We put bread and butter and some salsas that are going to be accompanying the meal. So how are you going to eat the shrimp? Well, first I'm going to cut a piece of it. Some people put the whole shrimp on there. Okay. I'm going to follow you because you're the expert. Punch over here. And then a little bit on the toast. And generally, if you want to take a little bit of the if you want to take a little bit of the oil and drizzle it over your toast, that is the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. All right, yeah. here we go. Actually, you can put it in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we always ask for extra bread so you can soak up all the oil. Yeah. And nothing healthier than uh, <laughs> olive oil. According to the Spanish people. That's true. <laughs> My grandfather lived in 98, and that's what he would say. Mm -hmm. so Man, that's so good. A medley of dried peppers and then uh, fresh sliced garlic that sits in that oil for almost eight days before we use it. Like it, can no, it cannot be used unless it's been sitting there at least seven. I feel like we should give Joey some of this that's back there in the with the sound, you know? Like he's just looking at us like, come on, man, what is going on here? <laughs> So hey. a lot of my friends, I mean, like from different parts of the country, even when they come and visit, these are actually their favorites whenever they hit Houston immediately. But that oil, you can cook so many different things. No, you can that oil, I mean, you that. can literally, what he was saying was true. You can stick oh, your no, bread in here. Totally, mm -hmm. It is, it, and you can, that, I that's mean. the way to do it. And then, that, you know, you start enjoying the whole, the whole dish. That's why it's so popular yeah. in Mexico, bro. I mean, in Spain. Too. All right, how are we going to eat this? You know, in Mexico being such a globally influenced um, culinary mecca, we've been so, so, so lucky to have been influenced by so many different generations of colonizers and uh, influencers from different parts of the world. You know, like the Indians brought mm -hmm. over distilling. We have different styles that the Spanish brought over as, as far as dishes, uh, ways of developing commerce. I mean, there's just so much that um, the entire yeah. world has given Mexico that this, now we get to I'm, share. I'm Cuban, and I know some of my Cuban friends are going to, and my family probably too, but, and, but you can ask anybody. My favorite food, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show, actually. It's the first time I'm going to say this. My favorite food is, is Mexican. I mean, I love all foods, obviously. I know where to go for steak, right? I know where to go for everything. But my favorite food, kind of my go-to meal, it's always been Mexican. Because there's so much variety of it. And familiarity. Like, you know, the flavors, although they're presented differently, there's something that can, like, really touch, you know, a lot of your, like, fond family memories. So... And, you know, in and this is, we're eating Mexican food here, where a lot of times in Tex-Mex, which I love as well, because I love fajitas too, but, but this is beyond the Tex-Mex. This is Mexican. Yes. Yeah, and that's what and that's what's unique and so good of this of this. Place. And that's you know to that point when I when I found and I first experienced pickles the first time, not only about tequila in a tequila tasting, but I found something that I I said this is Mexico. This can be my my home away from home. Yeah. And it has become. And, and, and it has. All right. So how we how do we get this, Monica? So, what's the proper way to do? Chilorio is just going to be prepared simply in a tortilla. 
Okay. You're going to make a taco. But first, I would put a little bit of aguacate and some pico inside your taco and then top it with your chilorio. All right, I'm going to follow you though. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. So we're gonna put a little bit of pico and uh, aguacate. And we're gonna pick up your taco. And yeah, you can put the avocado on there in big chunks, but it's way easier to eat it with. It's spread in the tortilla. A you guys bit. get a shot of this, how beautiful and colorful this looks. <laughs> I mean, this, this is, I guess, a dish you can eat by itself. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> and what's great about us being in business for so long, we have um, a lot of great relationships with different purveyors. Like, we, there's different grades of produce, there's different grades of beef, eggs, chicken that you can purchase from people. Um, our seafood gets delivered daily, if not every other morning. Um, and then all of our produce is grade A. So you know when you're coming here that everything you're putting in your body is very clean. It's really well been taken care of and no pesticides, no GMO. That's good. Good fresh Mexican food. Yes. Okay. Observe. This almost looks like in the Cuban world, um, ropa vieja. Yeah, it's a little, it's similar to that. It's just a little, it's spicy instead yeah. of. The tomato-y. Mm -hmm. yeah. I need it's so spicy a little bit. It's got a kick. Yeah. All right, here we go. What's this called again? What's this dish? Chilorio. Chilorio. Yeah, watch your jacket. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is like flavor everywhere. I got pico de gallo, the meat, the tortilla, mm -hmm. the little grease or whatever. Is... And it's okay if it hits your shirt, you just need some jabón salte. <laughs> I know. I don't know if white, you know, yeah, I don't know if white would have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little spicy, right? Mm -hmm. It is a little spicy, but a good spice. Actually, I flavorful, like, like not, yeah, not. That's it. Not it's not like you're teeth. suffering hot. Mm -hmm. It's flavorful hot. Like you, it, it goes with the food and you feel it in your mouth. It's good. It's really good. I have, I have a, a word for that when I'm, when I'm eating this because I don't eat very spicy. This is not what I said, okay, it's not offensive. Right. It's not <laughs> offensive. That's, that's a good word. It really is. It's not offensive. It's a, it's a picante or a chili flavor that goes with the food. Yes. That savors it. It's delicious it without overwhelming it, where all you think about is the hotness. Yeah, well, you're like basically trying to recover the whole right. Yeah. Be able to enjoy the rest of your. Food. So here you taste the food. It's all great. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about some of the fun stuff here. Tequila. Okay. Now I know you don't like tequila, Pancho, mm -hmm. but we're going to have to suffer through this. <laughs> we say we're in the tequila room at at, at Pico's restaurant. You can you can rent a locker if you're a big uh, tequila person. Uh, here is Pancho's uh, locker. So as you can see, he's a he's a big uh, connoisseur of the tequila world. Um, so Monica, tell us a little bit about. We probably will only pick one or two, but let's. 
Okay, well, let's uh, choose some of the ones that are here on this side of the table first. So we have a lot of um, personal partnerships and family relationships with tequila producers, master distillers, brand owners. Um, so we've had the unique opportunity to be kind of on the forefront of uh, private barrel selections. We started back in the early 2000s. Um, our initial barrel project was with Casa Noble. And then we moved on to Heredura, which has been our longest standing partnership all the way up until now. And now I am the one who chooses these expressions. So it used to be where my dad's name would be on here and he would go and be with the master distiller. They bring out six to seven barrels. We crack them there in the barrel selection room. We taste all of them that day. And then we decide which one is the one that's gonna go back to Picos. And you do this now? I do this now. And that's why your name is on there. Mm -hmm. Let me see that. So it says Tequila Maven, Monica Richards. Now that's a cool that's job. what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> the right job is to go to a tequila mm -hmm. uh, distillery and and actually taste tequila, decide which one's best, and sign it. Yes. And then on top of that, we have other uh, projects with other uh, companies. Like I've gone with Casadores before and gotten in their barrel blending warehouse and blended my own barrel where they bring in, you know, three Añejos, two Repos, and, and an extra Añejo kind of thing. And we're there with beakers, we're there with their entire mixing and blending teams, and we all collectively decide, like, what's going to be in my barrel at the end of the day. Wow. Take so. us, we'll do a podcast there. Yeah, Next time I mean, she goes. Actually, that would be phenomenal. I'm actually taking a group of people from Chevron um, sometime this fall. Um, on a tequila country trip. We're gonna do, I believe, four to five days um, once we finalize all of the paperwork. And I'll be bringing them anywhere from Herradura to Cuervo. We're gonna go visit Fortaleza. And if we can make it up to like um, Northern tequila country to Arandas, there's a really, really popular Cardenitas place I'd really like to take them to too. And it'll be a good trip for them. Okay, well. <laughs> Count, count us in. Bunch of yeah, them will go. We'll do, be, we'll do the next podcast there. It sounds great. I'll be happy to take you. Okay, and then our next uh, project that we've had for quite some time is with Casa Samatias. This is a really, really cool um, and unique touch that Picos has because this Grand Reserva um, is only sent to Picos of its barrel strength or cask strength. They do create barrel projects for other people across the United States, but ours is generally anywhere between 91 to 96% uh, cask strength. So they don't dilute it with water in any way. Like the way it comes is the way it comes. Okay. So the angels take their share and then we get as many bottles as we can that's, take out of the share. That's what I hear, that's what I hear. And then here we have a newer face in the tequila game. Casa del Sol. Casa del Sol, yes. So this is actually owned by Eva Longoria. And what I like about what she's doing in Mexico right now really? is that she's bringing a lot of um, exposure and culture, like basically cultural education. She has a wonderful um, documentary on Netflix. She's been getting way, way more into the food scene. And I feel like this tequila, as it's continuing to grow, is gonna be one of the most popular ones in the next five to 10 years. You know, you, right. sometimes you'll see a celebrity that has the tequila company and it's like really flash in the pan. I feel like what they're doing because they're being so ingrained in the culture and the community, they're going to stay around longer. Yeah. Shall and we then, pass the glasses and, sure. and, and <laughs> pick one of these because now I'm yep. so... Yeah. El Tesoro is what I'd like to pour you first because it is a Blanco. And anytime you're tasting tequila, it's smart to start with a Blanco so you can get your palate ready. 
Pancho never told me these things. He would just serve me the tequila. So you really don't need a lot. You're basically going to take this glass, which is ergonomically designed um, by master distillers and blenders. It's a huge product uh, project with Riedel, and it's actually a tequila sipping flute. And there's three different ways you can kind of pick up on the characteristics that the tequila is offering you by holding your nose to the glass in certain spots. So I'll show you real quick. So you're going to take your nose to the top of the glass on the inside and from the back. And anytime you're taking in aroma from spirits, you want to keep your mouth a little bit open so you don't feel funny. I normally just smile because tequila is happy. So okay, you're going to take it. it here, right here, and from the back. That's amazing, but you can actually smell it though. Uh-huh, yeah. the difference, yeah. Great. Pretty fantastic, right? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Again, okay. something that Pancho never told me. So to get your palate ready, what you want to do first is you're going to kiss the tequila. So you're going to take the tequila to your lips and just let it hit your lips and then rub it together with your lips. Basically, you're feeling like the vis viscosity of the tequila and how much sugar content because it's going to start sticking eventually. Right, right. Okay. And then you're going to put just a little bit underneath your tongue and hold it in your mouth for as long as you can. Not so swallowing, just yeah, leave it under your tongue. Yeah, just leave it underneath your tongue. Don't burn your mouth, but yeah. just enough. And then go ahead and take that little bit back. Now breathe in through your mouth and out through your nose. And now your palate's ready. Mm. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Again, none of this you told me. You would just give me the tequila and tell me to drink. Yeah, you come here, you come here, eat and drink. So, Casanoble is in the highlands. The agaves that are sourced for this tequila are going to be slightly more stressed. So they're going to have a higher sugar content or bricks content whenever they're measuring that in the fields. The agaves are a little bit smaller. Than the traditional that she's so are harvested in the she's south. She's so fair. She's making sure that you and I get the same amount. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> habit, force of habit. <laughs> but what's great about these, and as well as El Tesoro, is that they are all Tahona method, which is the most traditional method of pressing fibers of the agave. It's the most ancestral method that is out there. That is really still only practiced by. Uh, select few tequila companies that still want to kind of invest in that process of pressing because it is costly. Okay, so we're doing the first one first, right? Yes. Okay. Salud, amigo. So, salud. You'll start in the highlands and then salud. you can end in the low. <laughs> so, that's smooth, right? Very. Very. I mean, extremely smooth. Mm -hmm. But this style of making tequila and this style of making tequila, I find that Fortaleza has a more traditional flavor, and this has a more new world flavor, in my opinion. This was absolutely delicious and so smooth. Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, you can probably pass this off, and some people won't even know it's tequila. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, Fortaleza. Salud again, amigo. Salud. And Fortaleza is a huge fan favorite. I mean, for collectors, for tequila aficionados, I mean, there's things that he, uh, that Guillermo Salsa releases every year, uh, you know, 
product, you know, availability depending. They have a wonderful cask strength that they put out. They put out a winter blend that's really fantastic. And I mean, it never ever disappoints. So please enjoy. All right. Also delicious. Delicious, delicious. Mm -hmm. Also smooth. Very good. What is your favorite? The ones we've talked about, what is your favorite? Um, it really depends on what I'm eating and what I'm doing. The mood? Mm -hmm. it's the, I do it's hear the that. Mood. You know, people talk about wine that way, right? It, you know, depending on what I'm eating, depending on my mood. But I have heard more people talk about that with tequila. Uh, it depends what tequila I'm going to have, depends what food I'm having, depends where I'm at, depends if it's cold, depends if it's hot. Yeah. You know, like I, I like bourbon, and I don't think nobody ever says on bourbon. Depends what mood I'm in or, you know, it's, it's bourbon. You're drinking bourbon. It's just, you know, you like bourbon and that's your go-to drink. But this has been, this has been absolutely phenomenal, Monica. Thank you. I think it's a show on its own. Cool. I mean, it was, it was really, really great. And I'm not kidding you. We're going to stay in touch and we're going to do a podcast when you do your travel. Okay. I think that'll be, that'll yeah, be, that'll absolutely. be phenomenal. So we appreciate you for being on. Thank you for this food. Thank you for allowing us to be here. And um, if you guys are in Houston, again, Picos, the food, the tequila, come have some fun. Ask for Monica. Ask for Monica. Ask for Monica. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. Have Appreciate a good day, guys. You too. Thanks, yeah. Pancho. Thank you, Monica. Good to see you. Thank you for listening to Wheels, Deals, and Meals, your main source for all things good and fun, business, food, and cars. If you like this episode, make sure to rate us and subscribe. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please leave a message at the link below. Till next time, happy eating.